This is Ozarks at Large. For more than two years, Randy Wilburn has hosted the podcast, I Am Northwest Arkansas. Conversations with policymakers, creators, and many others in the region. New episodes are available every Monday. And this year, he started moderating a series of panel discussions called Onward Ozarks in conjunction with the Northwest Arkansas Council. The next such conversation is Thursday morning at 9, and will feature several doctors discussing the latest in the fight against COVID-19. Those discussions, held quarterly, are on Zoom for now and are free to attend, but do require registration that's available through nwacouncil.org. Friday morning, Randy came to the Anthony and Susan Hoy News Studio to talk about his work, to share information. We asked him about the new panel discussion series. The whole idea is the council, you know, I always like to say there's nothing new under the sun, but there there have been other programs like this around the country, and the inspiration of this program came from, I think, something that actually Rob Smith told me happened in Springfield, Missouri. Rob they, is with the council. Rob, Rob Smith is with the council, uh, is a very good friend of mine, and uh, he was actually the individual that actually invited me to be a part of this program in this series. But uh, yeah, so it was, a, it was an idea that they wanted to kind of highlight a lot of the things that are happening in and our regional area, right? And, and and I stress that word regional because I think people need to understand that we're more than just Fayetteville, we're more than just Bentonville, we're more than just Rogers, and we're more than just Springdale, although that is the that is the nucleus of it. And I think it, that this program is a way to kind of give people a regional taste of what we're all about and, and what we're trying to do here in Northwest Arkansas as we continue to grow, as we continue to become one of the fastest growing MSAs in the United States. This next panel is all about medicine. It is, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, you're not a doctor. I am not. I am not, and I, nor do I play one on TV. So, you know, there. I'm curious because I've done some of these things too. And when you're dealing with, I think you've got five doctors. Yes, we have five amazing doctors. Um, we have uh, Dr. Sonal Bakta. Uh, Michael Bolding, uh, David Deschamps, uh, Sheldon Ricklin, and Dr. Marty Sharkey. And we all know Dr. Sharkey because she is the local doctor here in Fayetteville. And so she is the city health director for the city of Fayetteville. But all of these doctors, and there has been one late ad, and unfortunately I don't have his name in front of me, but there is one late ad of another doctor uh, that we are bringing on. So we'll actually have six doctors on this panel to answer any questions that people have about this pandemic and about the vaccine, about the virus. And this is a neutral panel. This is not a panel to beat people over their head for not getting the vaccine. I, I want to stress that because I think, you know, in, in a state like Arkansas, that is heavily divided in terms of the, the people that, that are for the vaccine and against the vaccine. This is really for informational purposes. So if you're on the fence and you need a gentle nudge or you need maybe some more data to help you make a decision that's right for you and your family, this is the panel that you need to listen to. This is the third one. What have the first two subjects been? So the first two subjects, the first one was we had some of the um, leader leadership of Height Jackson on, which is a fabulous architectural firm based up north in, in Rogers. Height Jackson is the primary architect on the expansion for the Northwest um, uh, Arkansas Airport. Mm. So for XNA, there, there's going to be a, a fabulous expansion. And so we partnered up with them to do the first presentation. And I worked with a couple of the folks up there, and uh, they just walked us through 
what this what this is going to look like. And so when you think of the the airport now and how you have to come down the escalators when you exit in the future, you will be able to stay straight up on that second level and walk on all the way out almost to where the parking garage is. It will connect with where the parking garage is. So it'll be a whole different experience. And if you're in the parking garage, you'll be able to walk almost right to your car without physically having to go on the street. If you're if you're parked further out in the economy parking where I like to park, <laughs> then then you can still take that and then, you know, you know, brave you don't have to brave the elements as fast. So like on those hot summer days or some of those really cold nights in the winter when you get back off a flight in December, you can you can stay inside warm before you go outside, and the setting is going to be beautiful because the whole idea is that they have they have set it up from an architectural standpoint and from a design standpoint to kind of make you feel like they're embracing this whole idea of what the Ozarks is all about. So you have almost a, a feeling of being outside, even though you're inside when you come through that terminal. And there'll be there'll be monitors and everything set up. It's fabulous, and I believe that you can still see. Um, the the link of the actual presentation that Height Jackson put together on the Northwest Arkansas Council website. And then the second one we talked about was um, uh, we just did about um, it was kind of a um, we brought experts in from the area of journalism to talk about press releases and how to deal with the press, right? Because one of the challenges that we have seen during this pandemic is that people aren't really um, articulating, you know, what they're doing and what's going on and why, you know, the press should even care about, you know, their particular situation. And so we brought people like uh, Worth Sparkman on. From Axios. Um, from from Axios, uh, NWA. We brought um, uh, Chelsea uh, um, gosh, what is Chelsea's last name? I can't remember. She's a reporter for, um, yeah. uh, yeah. So, and, and then, we, and then we brought a professor in from the university of Arkansas. We brought a, a number of experts in to talk about just how, how you deal with the press and the best way to interact with them. The, the two that have already happened, can people, are they archived? Do you know if they're available? The first, the second one is archived. Okay. Um, the first one, I, I I hate to report, and uh, we we forgot to hit the record button, Kyle. I'm, I'm so glad you, to hear other people do, do this. Listen, I mean, you know this because you've been in this even longer than I have. But uh, it's so funny when I record podcasts with people, and 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 I'll it happens rarely, but it does happen sometimes. And you just forget to hit record, and you're like everything I everything that came out of my mouth was gold, and we didn't hit and we didn't hit record. And that and that's honestly. I can say that about um, the Height Jackson presentation. It was go- it was great. We just did not hit record, so I do apologize about that. But We're it all is human. It, it is Im- it is embedded in my memory. There you go. We're yeah. all human. Absolutely. Well, you mentioned your podcast. Let's talk about I Am Northwest Arkansas. How sure. long has that been going now? Man, it's uh, it's been more than two years. I started in in April of 2019, uh, right after I left uh, my old job at Zwide Group. Shout out to those guys. But um, I I, um, I can't believe it. I'm 142 episodes, more than 90 hours worth of podcast programming uh, over a, almost a two-and-a-half-year period, uh, all about Northwest Arkansas. It started before the pandemic. It did. Continued through the pandemic. It did. What was different between uh, those two periods? Man, well, okay, so I guess the first thing was, and this is all pre-vaccination, I, I did get the vaccination because I wanted to be able to get back out and get around people as, as much as possible and not have a 
concern about bringing it home. I have an 11-year-old who can't get the vaccine. My other kids do, and my wife has been vaccinated. So I just said, you know, and I, I just wanted to, I, I wanted to limit any downtime. So I, uh, I did everything I could. I did a lot of virtual podcast episodes. I use a, a great program. Uh, actually, I use two really good programs. One is called Squadcast and the other is called Zencaster. And they mimic essentially what you would experience with Zoom, but with a higher fidelity of audio. And so I use those two. And anybody that, that does podcasting on a professional level or, or d- does a regular show like I do, because my show comes out every Monday, Rain or Shine, you know, you have to rely on 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 better audio technology. And so I use one of those. And that, you know, I didn't miss a beat. I honestly did not miss a beat. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I pivoted a few times and I did a couple of, because I, I saw that the need existed out there. We, we, we lost like 20,000 service jobs. I mean, the, the, you know, people are still hurting from this pandemic, but um, I saw a need to provide information. I really wanted to um, share stories that some of the restaurants were going through. I had Jeremy Gothrop on. Um, I ended up pan- bringing together a panel of local experts, including people like Gary ha- Gary Head, uh, State Representative Denise Furman Garner, and others on a panel to talk about how we can weather the storm. And I, I certainly I'm not going to take any credit for that panel, but I, th- I as I went back and listened to that panel later, you know, it was like, man, it was, there were a lot of prophetic words shared in terms of what could be and how we could get through this if we all kind of band together. And I and I do believe that in in a lot of respects, Northwest Arkansas banded together to to weather the storm um, that is. COVID-19. And, and we're still in the midst of it, but we're, we're, we're starting to thaw and come out of that. And I'm, I'm very excited about that. But I had a, a, a opportunity to play a hand in that with the podcast and to keep keep stories coming for people. Because I think, you know, we were talking about this off, off mic, um, stories are important. Stories matter to people. And the whole goal behind I Am Northwest Arkansas is to tell those stories and share with the widest audience possible why this is such a great area, and and the people that make it up, the the uh, programs, the institutions that make up Northwest Arkansas, and why it's so special. Do you think it helped you personally to keep talking to people during the pandemic? Oh, it kept my sanity. Yeah, to ground I, you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you didn't miss a beat. You kept going, and and I, I think you have to do that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and I thrived on it. And you know, for me, podcasting is one of those things where it's kind of like breathing. I just enjoy. You know, I, every opportunity I get, if somebody presents it, I I would get on the mic and do it at any point in time. But for my sanity, I I have to kind of monitor how I do it just so that I don't I don't burn myself out. But no, absolutely. I it was it was it was air for me. It really was. Before you started I Am Northwest Arkansas, had you done any podcasting? So, okay, that's a real leading question. I, I have, um, and, I, and I've, I've talked a little bit about this on the podcast, and it's funny because I, I don't do many solo episodes. I primarily have guests on and I, I interview them, uh, but I, I've shared a little bit of my story. The, the, the quick cliff note version of my story is I did a stint of time at ABC News, the network in Washington, D.C. So I worked directly with Ted Koppel. I was a, a production assistant on Nightline. I worked on World News Tonight. I cut my teeth. I mean, I was there during the Monica Lewinsky scandal. So that's kind of dating me. But just to give people a perspective, I was there at a very heightened news time. But it was also pre-Twitter, pre-social media. So things still kind of moved at a slower pace. And there was more FaceTime required because you didn't have all of these 
technological inventions that we have now that allow us to kind of be everywhere at all times. So it was different. But I also grew up in the household of an individual that was a trailblazer of his own, right? Uh, My grandfather, Mal Good, he was the first black network newscaster in all of of network television. ABC hired him in 1962. So when I I was born in 1969, I I went to live with my grandparents because my mom was finishing up um, college and then she was going on to get her master's. And long story short, I grew up around somebody that that's all I heard all day long. Three, two, one. Mal Good, you know, ABC News, you know, United Nations, because his beat was the United Nations. So that's all I ever heard. It, it became internal in me, and I understood it. I just never utilized it. I did some stuff at Howard University. I was in the School of Communications. I did some a little bit of radio work, not nothing major, so your job is not threatened. <laughs> and, uh, and then I said, you know, I just kind of put it away. And it was one of those things where I realized that, you know what? This is something that's been brewing in me for years. I'm 52 years old now. My grandfather was 54 when ABC hired him in 1962 on the on the recommendation of Jackie Robinson, who he was a good friend of. The the Jackie Robinson. Yeah, my grandfather and Jackie Robinson were like this, but and I'm I'm kind of putting my fingers together. But they they were they were like twinsies before there was such a word as twinsies. They were really close friends. And ABC had said, we really want to hire a black person. Who do you know? They brought in all of these really younger people, and then they brought my grandfather in who had covered civil rights for a, the black newspaper in Pittsburgh called the Pittsburgh Courier. Uh, and in most major cities around the country, there was a white newspaper and a black newspaper. And uh, even Kansas City has one. Yeah. And uh, I think Little was, Rock had them. Little yeah. Rock had one, uh, Chicago Defender, the Amsterdam News in New York City. So anyway, he was he wrote for the Pittsburgh Courier, covered covered the South, uh, and also covered some of the Negro Leagues pre, pre-Jackie Robinson breaking into baseball, into Major League Baseball. So Anyway, they were they became really close friends. Um, they 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 brought my grandfather up on a train to New York to audition, and you know he wrote his own stuff. And uh, there were like forty people there. They ultimately hired him out of forty people at the age of fifty four. Wow! That's why I always tell people, you know, it's never too late to do anything. And here here you have an African American gentleman who, in the twilight of his age. Um, you know, he was offered this opportunity. So opportunities can come whenever, whenever we le- when we least expect. I'm almost out of time here, but I could, I would love to know if, and we'll save this for another time because I'm not going <laughs> to shoehorn this answer into. But I'd love to know the conversations that your grandfather had with Jackie Robinson about breaking a barrier. Because oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sure if yeah. they were, you know, best friends, that he had to ask, "What do you go through?" Network news and Major League Baseball, not quite the same thing, but... No, but, but a lot of the same concepts. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the, uh, you know, um, dealing with trial and error, um, the, the, the condition of, you know, just not being accepted mm-hmm. in places where you would want to be accepted. Or the skepticism that you or the skepticism. can't do it yeah, for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah. Yeah. Or that you're just a token individual right. that's come in and we're just throwing you a bone, if you will. And then the added pressure of, you better be... <laughs> All that, right, 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 I mean, right. Because right, right. you're a yeah. pioneer, and 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 he did. He he brought that just just real quickly. Because and and we can certainly expand upon that maybe in a later a later Please. talk. Um, you know, my grandfather, his claim to fame was, and this was right after he got hired by ABC News. This was in April of 1962. 
In October of 1962, for our history majors out there, that's the closest that we've ever come to nuclear war. That was during the Cuban Missile Crisis. My grandfather broke the Cuban Missile Crisis story for ABC News, the network, because he happened to be in the United Nations the weekend that Kennedy and Khrushchev were back-channeling to tell each other, stand down, so that they wouldn't launch those those um, those missiles that were coming that were on the coast of Cuba. And uh, he covered that. And for three days, he never came home. He worked. He had my, some, somebody brought him a couple of suits and he stayed at the United Nations and covered this. And that's when breaking news was a big deal because yeah. you didn't see it that, that much on TV in 62. And so, you know, people all over the country wrote him letters. People from Mississippi had said, I, I never, I, I couldn't believe I saw a black man on TV reporting the news and you provided a level of comfort in such a tenuous time like that. And I mean, I remember him telling me stories about all these letters and what they meant to him. And um, that was that was kind of it. That was the watershed moment. And then from there, it was it was game on. Uh, okay, we will go deeper <laughs> into that. You are going to come back. If people want to know here, I am Northwest Arkansas, where do they go? Absolutely. They can go to I am Northwest Arkansas.com. We are on every major um, podcast platform, Apple, Spotify, Google Play. And then I also want to encourage people, if you have an Alexa at home, just say, hey, Alexa, play the latest I Am Northwest Arkansas episode, and it will do it. Just like Alexa will play, I do that for KUAF. Excellent. And I, and I ask Alexa to play you know, the latest um, uh, Ozarks at large. So it's very cool. Uh, but take advantage of those smart speakers where, wherever you want to be, and you can check us out. And I'm just Randy at IamNorthwestArkansas.com. If you want to participate or at least just watch uh, the upcoming... Visit the, yeah. the Northwest Arkansas Council website, and that's just nwacouncil.org, and you'll see a, a little little um, um, picture right at the top for the Onward Ozarks program. I really want to encourage you to sign up. It's going to be a COVID-19 physician panel. All your questions will be answered. That's 9 a.m. Thursday, the 28th of October. Don't miss it, and I hope to see you there. Randy, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Randy Wilburn is the host of the podcast, I Am Northwest Arkansas, and he's the moderator for the Onward Ozarks panel discussions that are hosted quarterly by the Northwest Arkansas Council. You can register for free for Thursday's panel by Zoom by following links at nwacouncil.org. New episodes of I Am Northwest Arkansas are available every Monday, and Randy spoke with us in the Anthony and Susan Hoy News Studio on Friday morning.